Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) So typical of us. Um, So welcome back. And thank you for joining to hear the real BFFs. I'm Shanae. And I'm Jen. And we are actually real BFFs. And we like to discuss reality shows, particularly the Real Housewives franchise. So today we're going to be talking about The Real Housewives of Potomac. Season 5, episode 13 is the most recent episode that we are up to date on. But for our avid fans, all two of you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a new franchise for us. We were not sure if we were going to do it, but we realized there's too much drama. Yes, we have to cut. There's so much we got to cover. Yeah, we can't leave it unturned. We must analyze, obsess, everything. Exactly. We're going to, we're talking mostly about, like I said, season five, episode 13. However, we are going to do a quick recap of the other episodes, or at least, you know, our thoughts on them up until this point. So. We re we joined this season with most of the ladies returning. Um, we have a new cast member this year, Wendy, who's a professor, and as well as a correspondent. So pretty cool. So, I like Wendy a lot this season. I do too. I really like her. Um, at first, I wasn't sure, but ap- actually, on this most recent episode, I made a decision that I really like her. Um, So what we've seen so far this year, Giselle is back with her ex-husband, Jamal. They're not married, but they are dating, I guess, very seriously. He's her ex-husband and father of her three children and a pastor in Atlanta. So they're doing the uh, LDR at this point. Yes, they are. Long-distance relationships, for those of you that don't know. Yes, because I will tell you, Jen just informed me last week what LDR <laughs> means. So I'm not hip and cool. Okay. Um, so in, on a Giselle front, let's just run through each person. Yeah, so, I like that. Let's yeah. do that. So Giselle is in a new re- recycled relationship. Yeah. Nothing nothing negative about that, just trying to make a definition of it. Um, she is into her home that she purchased or started renovating last season. Um, she in her, well, her ex-husband purchased a restaurant in Atlanta in the name of their three daughters. So it's actually their restaurant and they had a grand opening a few weeks ago. Um, her daughters are getting so big, I can't believe it. But they're like almost all, I think, officially teenagers now. So, woo, Giselle, I feel for you. I know, right? Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's all that's going on with Giselle right now. There's not much going on with her that I can recall at the moment. Now, I am new to this franchise up until this point when we decided to do this. So I'm still kind of learning the characters and learning every the cast. Um but so far, so good. I, I have my favorites, and I have my, like, there's some w- ones that I'm a little suspect about, but I'm lear- I'm still learning them. Okay. So, yeah. And for those who don't, you know, our listeners, I am not new to Real Housewives of Potomac. I actually, uh, years ago, lived in that area, and so it's kind of like. <laughs> oh, I think I asked you on the last one 
on our last podcast, I asked you what it was like to live there. I can't mm-hmm. remember your answer though. Yeah. Um. So anyway. So, yeah. Okay. So we talked about Giselle. You said you have some favorites. Is Giselle a favorite? I really do like Giselle. She does not hold back. You are I correct. She, she doesn't hold back. She doesn't hold back at all. She's like a mini shit stir, but not, but she, I think it's more or less that she wants to hold people accountable. And she does it with a way that's like, because I think she's also very transparent so far that I can see that you could, if she's going to check you, like you could check her or you have to come, you have, if you're going to check her, it's got to be in a way that's like, you know, she's very open, I think, because who is going to be open with what's going on with her ex and her currently? Yeah. I don't know about the hundred. I do feel in her relationship from it looks like she's trying to be transparent i guess time will tell mm-hmm. but what i find you know what honestly i think in her situation she has no way other than to be transparent given that you know people are going to talk a lot of right. about the fact that you've gone back with someone um who's cheated on you and all whatever all went through with their relationship so i think she's in a position where she has to be as transparent and honest as possible Right. Um, about her being a mini shitster, I think she's a big shitster, <laughs> and I think she gets a she's sometimes a little gleeful with it, but right. that she does show. Um, and I, but I do think she does want things brought out to be addressed, but she will not be. Um, I think she will not be disappointed if there's a little bit of like gossiping right. around right. it either. So, um, so Giselle is a favorite. Oh, one thing that has been. A uh, common theme or conversation topic this season is Giselle's fashion choices. Um, I mean, right. <laughs> she's had some questionable fashion in other seasons, but I feel like for some reason this year, everyone wants to discuss it. And I have to tell you, I'm a little bit here for it in like laughing because sometimes it mirrors my thoughts. Okay, so Giselle is one of Jen's favorites. Next, we have Candace. Candace this year, actually, I actually like her a little bit more this year than I have in previous years. Um, in previous years, she I found her to be very, very immature, annoying, and um, maybe a little dramatic. Dramatic for sure, but like really, like vicious in her attacks of the other women and I get that on these shows they can go in on each other Mm -hmm. but hers comes like from such a place of like to me in my opinion of like hurt or pain it just seems so vicious and beyond like that whatever hurt that she has is almost as though the response is like the the people she's directing her viciousness at are the ones that hurt her. It's like misguided something. Yeah. Like whatever hurt you so many years ago, you need to address that right? so that it doesn't come through. So, so forcefully in the situations you're um, going through now. Um, but I have to say, I do like her cause I do see, I, I feel, I feel that I like her more this season cause I do think I've seen some changes in her and her trying and I can always um, appreciate that. So this season, the biggest thing with Candace 
um, has been so far the fight. So we'll come back to that. We're going to get back to that. But Jen, so what do you think? Candace, a favorite or or not? Candace, I, you know, it's changed in a couple of episodes that we watched so far. She, I really thought, you know, besides the fight, I really started liking Candace. I thought she was cute and like she kind of read the room accurately. You know, she kind of had everybody pinpointed as what from what I could see. Now, this is pre fight. This is pre, you know, fight because my opinions have changed after the fight. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a little like, I'm still waiting to see what's going to unveil. Okay. So the jury is still out on you. The jury is still out on Candace pre-fight and post-fight. But, um, and it's not that I don't like her. I just, it's not after the fight. I just, there's just a couple little, little things that I've noticed. Okay. Just the little observations. Okay. So just to close out on Candace, what we've seen so far this season, we've seen Candace return. She seems a little bit calmer and trying different approaches to conflict. She also seems to have started some inroads with mending her relationship with Ashley. Um, her and Monique are on the outs. Their the relationship has turned uh, because Monique believes that Candace actively sought out a friendship with someone that Monique is no longer friends with because that person was spreading rumors about her. So that's yet to be seen if it's true or not. I don't know if we'll find out the truth for the season, but that's where we are for Candace. Next up, we have Karen Huger, the grand dame. <laughs> Karen is a trip. I like it though, but. You know, I'm trying to figure out this relationship between her and her husband. And um, through some of the episodes, you know, they try to do some counseling and try to work out what's what. And as we see going forward, the next episode, the teaser is about, you know, how the relationship has she has put up some money to help her husband and past and now it's not being reciprocated. And now the whole communication system has broken down um, between the two of them. But I, you know, this is obviously, cause I have some words on post. This is pre fight. Okay. Because I, I do like Karen. I do like her. She's like the mother of all these women. And she's like, the, <laughs> <Not oldest>. the mother. <laughs> she's just like the, I don't know. She's just, I don't know. Um, I do like Karen. I think she is fabulous. I think she is a little big for her britches from what I see so far, but I think she owns that and that's just who she is. Um, but then my feelings kind of change after the fight. So we'll go there after when we get to the fight part. Okay. And just to do a quick re Okay. So you don't know jury style on Karen. You don't know if she's a fave or not. Right. Um, Ashley and Robin. No, hold on. I want to just recap okay. on um, Karen. So, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. As you mentioned, Karen is there. We're going to see a little bit more insight of her relationship with her husband Ray. In previous years, Karen's been very protective and elusive about their relationship, but mm-hmm. this year she's being putting it all out there. Um. And, you know, I don't know, 
you know, initially when I started the season, I kept thinking Karen is talking this much about her relationship because she's trying to set her storyline up for a divorce. But okay. the, the more that I've, the episodes continue, I'm like, oh, maybe she really does want her marriage to work. You know, sometimes you can't ever tell um, someone's motives like behind the, sh- the show if you know they trying to create a storyline or is it actually, right right exactly is it actually a genuine uh issue? what's really going on yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so we have that and we have ray um so we'll talk a little bit about them in their therapy session next up we have robin um so this season we've seen robin return um last season she was going into real estate and was buying and flipping homes um so far this season we haven't really seen if you know where that's gone i don't know if that'll pick back up we we have seen her um with a couple other business uh opportunities and most recently seen her with some some big tax issues i think it was like ninety thousand, which whoo that's a big ticket yeah um robin overall her and juan they're still together their relationship seems to be um growing and getting stronger um robin i want to say is one of my faves jen you fave or no yes i love robin i want i'd like to see more of robin yeah she's Um, real chill yes very yeah she's real laid back and i know that her and giselle are friends you know um but I do like Robin a lot. And I do really like her and Juan together. And her boys are super cute. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are cute. Yeah, I know. And let's talk about Ashley. Mm. This season, we've seen, we seen <laughs> Ashley, um, the birth of, well, we didn't see the birth of her son. But we see that her son has been born and welcomed on, um, into the show um little baby dean he's such a cutie pie cutie. um we see ashley in another role because before she was always the younger one of the younger cast members who seemed to keep up in my opinion a lot of mess mm. in previous years i did not like ashley at all her and candace were two of my least favorites because they seemed to be very messy very opinionated about other people's relationships and, you know, kind of starting mess in, in other people's private lives and just no regard or respect for others. So I find it very interesting this year um, to see changes in them. Um, and so far this season with Ashley, we've seen um, there was a scandal where her husband, Michael, was um, seen at a casino with other women. And then he admitted to going home with the woman to a hotel, kissing her, I believe, maybe in the cab, and then apparently passing out in the hotel room. Um, what we learned from that is that Ashley, she took it like, wow, like a champ from what I could see. I'm sure on the other side, um, it was a little bit in different. real life. Yeah. I'm sure we didn't see. Yeah. 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 But um, what I found interesting was that Ashley revealed that they have some type of understanding in their relationship where they invite others into their sexual activity, but it's an agreement um, 
that they both agree on and is supposed to be while they're together. So that being said, um, it was interesting to me to learn that about Ashley. And I don't know. Um, I'm not going to say she's still my least favorite. I feel like my jury's still out on her for this season. I'm like, okay. Um, we'll see. Right. Your yeah, thoughts I, on Ashley? You know, I don't even know what to think about Ashley. I, you know, um, people get together for many different reasons, whatever that is. Um, who am I to judge Miss single person over here? <laughs> but I just do not. I don't understand the relationship between Michael and Ashley. Michael's her husband. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so uh, what we see on camera is just, I don't get it. Yeah. Just because they're just they're very, they just seem like very two different people, but what do I know? You know what I'm saying? So oh, you um, know, I'm ex- interested, I'm in, but I mean, she's very like most of the time in her confessional, she's very, she like lays it down. Like, or she's very like, but when she's in public or when she's with the other girls, it doesn't seem to add up. Yeah. Um, they call her a politician, Ashley. Yeah, uh, can right. I tell you what, um, what we didn't talk about? Um, what? And because you didn't watch the show in previous years, I think I feel like I've talked to you about it in passing. Um, mm-hmm. what I find interesting is, you know, in previous years, there was like, uh, accusations of Michael grabbing, um, other men's behinds, mm-hmm. um, saying him, uh, something about bisexual another, uh, or whatever. Another, one of the cast members, husband's appendages. <laughs> oh my. Um, and there's been a lot of speculation about Michael and I do have to tell you, I sort of believe it's true. What, that you know, he is bisexual? Uh, not even or that he's done these things? Yeah, yeah. More so that he's done these things. I can't claim, you know, know about his sexuality. But, like, you know, there's camera footage of him grabbing um, other cast members. Like, um, I believe it was Katie's boyfriend grabbing a butt on a dance floor. And then, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just all very strange behavior to me. And so... I would love to be like, you know, a behind the scenes of what's really going on in their relationship. Well, and here's the thing. I am no one to judge anybody. If you want to have orgies and you want to do these things and you want to, it's a big scandal, Mm -hmm. you know, that's your business. Okay. And I know, you know, there are certain things that I am with, like I am a monogamous person, like all day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I'm going to find a partner and they're going to be poly or whatever these things like, but I just, it's not about a judgment. It just doesn't make like they're like on paper, their marriage just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I said, like, I don't want to judge um, whatever you got going on in your marriage, but then something like these things happen. And then it's like, Oh, you know, it's a big scandal. So, yeah, I, I you know think, what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I don't think we're getting the full story. Who knows if we Correct. ever will. I Probably. feel like, but you know, on a reality TV show, how much of the full story do you really get at any point in time? Yeah. I want to see what I want. I'm excited to see what happens mm-hmm. going further in the season. Well, with them you know, too. currently in real time today, pre- right. she's pregnant again. Number two. So we probably can figure out 
<laughs> what's happened in between <laughs> at right. least so many months ago. Correct. All right. And then lastly, we have Monique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Monique, Monique, Monique. Um, my, my, my. I'm going to say, so this season we've seen Monique. Um, she returns, obviously. She's um, still working on her Not For Lazy Moms podcast, podcast. website, yeah. brand, whatever. Um, and I don't know. For me, something is off with Monique this season. I don't know. Again, yes, I just I found yeah, her to be sure. very, I found her in previous seasons to be, in my opinion, kind of corny and fake. Yes, very much so. In this season, I find her to be like off, like on the on the verge or something. Like I, I'm like was really like is you know what's going to happen to her because I just feel like it's like crescendoing up to something you know with her personally and I you know like something has her you know on edge it could be she's a new mom again you know Mm. and now she has what three kids instead of two you know and they're little they're all little kids yeah they are and I can't put my finger but she I just was like something is wrong with her and then um, so she's back on her podcast her and Chris are you know um, seem to be just going along as normal (laughs) right Um, they went to that that weekend on for her birthday which that was really for me starting to tell and show the cracks in her facade you know she was so angry with Candace and Ashley having a conversation without her and going on and on and on and like, you know, let's take these week this ladies up to um, the country for the weekend and do everything I want to do for my birthday. It's just, I don't know. It just was seemed to be a lot, um, and some kind of to me a little bit of like off kilter behavior. Um, and then we it culminates to what we've been trying getting up to the fight between Monique and Candace. Um. So let's discuss that. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so, so I'll set so, the background. Go ahead. So the ladies are at a winery and they are I want to say that possibly Monique is the one that invited them. It's her event. I believe I think so. so. Yeah, I think it is. And cool place. I uh, I'm not a drinker, so I'm not very Same. much into wineries, but that one was cool. Right. Um, having a good time. And then I think, yeah, Ashley asked, how's the, what's the temperature between Candace and Monique? Are they, you know, making up? And both are talking separately on top of each other right. conversation, like loudly. I'm not listening, but I'm talking and sort of answering over you. I'm talking yeah. around you at and you. addressing yeah. what you're saying, but not to you directly, but loud enough so that you can hear me saying it. Mm. Um, which led to the um are you gonna drag me? Are you gonna drag me? Right. Then, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I you know Monique flips Candace's hair. Candace goes to flip her jacket and then everything bad everything bad that yeah was just okay so are you gonna go yeah no you go ahead. go ahead so oh there's so much there's so much okay so let me just preface this like 
No matter how mad someone makes you, you do not put your hands on another person. Correct. Okay. So I like, you could be boiling up inside and you could be like, and I, I do remember, there's a lot of stuff that I have about both of them. Um, so yeah, so this incident and it was just, um, fast forward to Karen's little powwow that they had at Karen's house. Like Monique thought she had a glass thrown, but I think in the mix, in the mix of everything, a glass of wine got thrown on her because everybody was, you know, trying to break it up. Um, what makes it worse is she describes later that she blacks out. So, you know, and also, Monique, you kind of nailed it when you said something like something is off because I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, because there's so much to unpack here. And it's mm-hmm. so, you know, and in a way, not because of the fight, but because Monique lost her cool. She lost it. And you got to like, we're adults here. You got to, unfortunately, sometimes you got to take the high road. And you got walk away. Like, it's annoying. And yes, were you like, was um, Candace kind of egging her on and provoking her? Absolutely. But you got to brush it off. You can't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially. And then not only like, and I understand, I can understand where Monique was at that point. Because she does, not only does she like the producers you could see her struggling with the producers like let me out i need to get i'm gonna get her and she runs around you know the fight's happening it gets broken up everyone's like shook from the whole thing and then she's running around trying to like outside of the barn you know and so i think the whole thing is kind of shocking and it's been analyzed so much you know and everybody's weighed in on it but i i just i don't violence I don't like it mm-hmm. I don't like any of it you know you don't yeah. put your hands on you don't put your hands on people no matter how even if you are validated mm-hmm. you don't put your hands on people mm-hmm. whether your ex-friend your kind of friend your enemy whoever the person is your your friend like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. perfect stranger I don't know you from a can of paint you do not put your hands on somebody so that piece I don't like and I know that some of the other ladies have said that like mm-hmm. Giselle has said it like, um, and we'll get to the Karen, um, the Karen's house, little powwow yeah. with Monique after the fact, after the fight. Yeah. So yeah, whew, that was a lot. So, so we'll go yeah, ahead. the fight, um, the only other thing about the fight that I have to say is that, um, it was shocking. I think we discussed it in our last episode a little bit. Um, well, yes. The, the only other thing I want to say is I definitely think it creates a very, um, serious divide amongst the group so with that said we are going to um take a break pause for uh for the next advertiser and then and then we'll join back okay let's do that okay okay be back in a minute back in a minute guys let's move on to the nitty-gritty of season five episode 13 of the real housewives of potomac so they open this episode with ring shopping. Giselle meets up with Juan, who is Robin's ex-husband, uh, to go ring shopping 
for Robin and Juan to get remarried. Um, I thought it was cute. I, I like, thought it was very cute. I like Juan and Robin together. Um, I know they've been through their ups and downs. Um, but I really like their relationship. They just seem so normal to me. They're cute. I do like them a lot. Yeah. Um, Giselle, at first I was like, is she shopping? For I thought her- she was in there for herself for yes, a minute. Like, I was like, hint, hint. Yeah, I was like, really? Is she picking out engagement rings right now? <laughs> for um, herself. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot that she had met with Juan to talk about engagement ring shopping. Um, so I have to tell you, um, that ring that they picked out was gorgeous. And then yes. I was like, Morganite, what is that? Let me look I know. That. What is that? So, so I did a little. <laughs> Just, um, it's. I'm going to count down. Okay. It... 237. So it's eight now. So Morganite, I was like, really like, what is this? I did a little research there. It's, it's a, um, Morganite is some kind of precious gemstone. That like is a very... brand. Oh, Okay. Very rare in the color of pink. I couldn't see on the um, show what color stone they were looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know when they showed the one, it was really nice. And you know what I liked, I really appreciated, was the fact that on a reality show, a lot of times you get people who are trying to present a situation that is not the truth. Oh, and with yeah, the, yes, he I was know, like, yes. no, I'm not paying $59,000. Right. 8000 my budget move on like I like yeah, that right? I love that that was really great yeah and the, yeah they everybody was in agreement, and the lady was like okay cool here's this these are beautiful rings here we go and I think that was really I like that he yeah, was I, really I th- cute in that moment and I think honest yeah I think what we see in a lot of the um especially in the Real Housewives franchise and I guess because it's supposed to be showing us a lifestyle that you're not aware of type of thing right um but it's usually um you know, promotes people living very uh, lavish and, and, you know, a wealthy side. And sometimes you may come to find out these houses are rented or blah, blah, blah. And so it was very refreshing, I will say. I appreciated that. Yeah, that Um, was super cute. I like that. Yeah. Um, So the ring they picked out, I really like that. Um, We also got a chance to see Robin's new hat line. I think it's called Embellish. I thought they were really cute. They were so cute. There was like two. I was like, I'm going to go online and order those. I like that she had her sons helping too. Oh, I love that. That was so cute. (laughs) And she tried to say, you messed me up. No, you messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the little one was like, no, you messed yourself up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that, that was, yeah, I do that like was, her hat line. Yeah, I, I do actually about, like her hat line. Oh, we're talking. Yeah, you like her hat line. Yeah. What I like too, I like that she had her son. Like you said, I like that she had her kid um, helping her record because that's very much like I think how real life would be. Right? Absolutely. Uh, and then let's move on to Monique's event. Um, you know, we see flashback to conversations of the week prior of her saying ticket sales were low. She'd only sold about 20 or so out of the 300 tickets that she was offering. And she herself had spent about like $200,000 um, on the event. Uh, and Chris was basically like, oh, you got to shut it down. And she was like, oh, no, no. I thought that was a little interesting that he was like, pull up, sh- like pull out shout- shop and close down. We're done. You know? Well, I don't, I don't know if he, it seems it's from our 
like perspective as far as audience goes it doesn't seem like he likes her very much oh that's he's just think? like i yeah because like he just is like well now going forward with all of the um with the fight and Candace and all this stuff. And he's like, well, you're not going to do that. And I, I don't know what the dynamics, I think he seems like a nice guy, a solid guy, but mm-hmm. it just seems like there's a wedge even before the fight. I didn't understand what their dynamics are. I was just about to say, I think that their dynamic is that Chris was a professional NFL player Mm-hmm. So that means not only is he the money maker or the breadwinner of the family, he's got a celebrity or professional right. image to uphold. So I think very clearly he is the alpha in the relationship. For sure. And um, um, that's what it is. Over time, you know he's no longer, uh, you know, playing. And now Monique is on a show which has gained popularity. So maybe their dynamic is like shifting or Monique would like it to shift. And that's causing some type of, you know, ruffle in the feathers of their relationship. Or, I just and she's great acting out and like fighting people in bars. And he's like, wait a minute. And spending $200,000 on a podcast that's not moving. So he's like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. So I don't know. I, I get his perspective. <laughs> I, I So yeah, I don't know. And she just, I don't know. There's going to be, I want to see some more. I, I would like to see Monique come up for some of her stuff yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah i chuckle because we spend like two dollars on ours <laughs> and we're gonna see where this goes right our 17 followers thanks guys we need you and we love you thank you send it to your friends yeah <laughs> okay so um okay so monique's actual event it actually looked like i don't know what they did they pulled it together because it definitely looked like there was more than 20 people right and the audience at the time of the event. Um, what I find kind of comic, it's a little bit of comic relief. I know was, exactly what you're about to say. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they say, so let's talk about the Q&A. What do you want any topics to stay <laughs> off of? Right. She specifically says the altercation between her and Monique. And then fast forward, the first question is, what there it is yeah how it tell us about your relationship with with Mm -hmm. you and monique which isn't talking about the fight but i mean come on she just spun it differently yeah i just literally told you that's that's we don't i don't that's off limits but the girl the mc lady was like just what the first question off the yeah (laughs) out the gate i was i was like uh chuckling to myself and i imagine that monique was seeing red Oh my! Time. You could. I mean, I don't know about editing, but you could tell that she was just like, "Um, next question," or like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're not gonna go there." I mm-hmm. how would you like? She just had to recover from it, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I think it's seen. Hopefully, she got some more subscribers mm-hmm. from that event. But not all the ladies went because oh, of what was yeah. going. The only yeah. one that went was Ashley. You know, Karen had said she was going to go, but then oh, apparently right. the, the morning of said she was sick. Um, so let's talk about that. What do you yeah. think about the support or lack of support that Monique and Candace are getting um, from the other woman after this altercation? A little bit earlier, we talked about the divide that is causing it between the group. So let's start out with Monique. 
What do you think about the support that she's getting or not getting? I don't think she's gonna. She's getting. She's not getting a lot of support at all. Mm-hmm. And I find that twofold. I think that that's like there is consequences to anything you do, say anything. Mm-hmm. However you move in the world, there's consequences. Okay, and we have to be accountable for those consequences. So, and in that way. I kind of feel, I don't feel sorry for her because she did what she did. Okay. But I do feel, you know, she wants redemption right now. Like, look at me. I'm doing this because she says it in like the next episodes or the previous episode, like in this episode that we see with the podcast, like she wants redeemed. Like, look at me. I'm a changed woman. Like, wait, 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 wait. Like, right. You got some more work to do, boo boo. Like, and I feel. Like, I feel like she has it in her, though, to do those changes because she's not. I don't think she's a bad person. I just think that there is, like you said, a level of fake or a level of like there's something underneath the surface that's just about Mm -hmm. to explode. And maybe that this the beginning was the fight. But, you know, she's speaking on like, I want to change and look at me and I've changed and really you know, nothing, you haven't really done anything to change right. the dynamic between her and Candace. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Like and when I think about it, she's like, oh, these women say they want to see change, right. but then, right. w- then they don't want to show up to see your change. I'm like, give it a beat. It's been yes, exactly. two weeks and two weeks ago you, or whatever, a week ago, you said you had no remorse. Correct. So, these right. women are allowed to respond to what you said wholeheartedly. Right. right. And exactly. Because they don't want to jump up and run to see your your metamorphosis one week later. <laughs> right. They're right. the problem? No. Yeah. That that that's exactly how that's almost like a narcissistic trait of something. like something. But you know how I like to um Diagnose. So, I know. I like to diagnose people. Dr. But... Dr. Jen in a house. Yeah, exactly. House. Yep. That's me. So, yeah. And then, like, her, I don't know. I just don't feel that anything about this situation is genuine for Monique, except for the fact that she got in a fight with Candace because she wanted and to. And now be... she's about to catch a case because of it. So now she's changed woman. She's a changed woman now. But I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Oh, I have something else. But go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just saying that I feel that Monique, uh, the most genuine thing about this is that she did fight Candace because she did want to beat her ass. Right, right. Everything else after that, I think, is fake. Yes, I agree. Because, Well, I don't know. She says, because this is, I'm just going to take a, one little step back, like a little sidebar, because I remember, I don't, it's the earlier episodes, and she had said something about, her mom, I don't know what her family dynamics were, but I remember her saying that, like, my mom always taught me, like, don't start any fights, but if you, if somebody comes after you, you're going to, you're going to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I understand that as like a trauma or how you were raised or grew up. I get it. Um, but I think it's gotten as adults, I think that's gotten mixed up a little bit. And mm-hmm. like, if you don't work on some deep stuff, as an adult, then it comes out as fighting mm-hmm. as an adult, you know what I mean? And you lose your temper or there's some anger stuff or 
because I said that at the Karen's house where like you got some anger. I don't know who said it, but like mm-hmm. you got some anger issues. I love it. The um, Robin said like, this is some real DC shit right here. And mm-hmm. it, like, and I just, I, cause I don't know. I don't want to dislike, I don't want to dislike Monique, but because of her actions, I'm like, ugh, it's going to be a no for me. But I've, I'm, I'm interested to see how she cleans this up. I honestly don't know that she will. And I feel that like her saying that she's starting to feel bad and she was going to call Candace that day, but then Candace made it into a legal matter. Right. right. I, I honestly think that um, the only thing she could have Monique- called her. The only thing that Monique feels bad about is the fact that she's being portrayed in a light less than perfect. Right. And she doesn't okay. li- she doesn't like that. I don't yeah. think she feels bad that she did what she did. She feels mm-hmm. bad that it was recorded and other people can see it and there's only so much she can spin on it. Yeah. Like, there's no, only so much deep. spin. Yeah, that's that's tough, and that's you probably nailed it on. You just probably nailed Hello, it. Hello, I'm the nailer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, there's something going on. There's something going on with her. I I'm like secretly rooting for her because I don't know. Like I like her family for some reason, but my first instinct was like, oh, I don't know. And how she behaved at Karen's house with the ladies, like that. Like I don't have any. Like why do I have to apologize to her? I was like, okay, like yeah. that was. So, but we'll and see. And then, and then the, at the end, to be like, yeah, tell Candace not to instigate. Oh, okay. Or whatever she yeah, said. Yeah, that's an excuse. That's yeah. a complete excuse. Yeah. Which, All right. Yeah. We're moving on. Go ahead. Yes. We could make a whole another hour on Monique. The fight itself. We should make an, ep- <laughs> an episode of the fight. A whole episode on the fight. So let's move on. The next uh, segment of the show, we go on to see um, a little bit about Ray and Karen in their relationship. We get to go on a therapy session with them. Um, so as I mentioned before in the previous pe- part of this um, episode, I found it interesting that Karen tends to be very open this year with her relationship. And clearly that that's the storyline we're focusing on. Um, I, I don't know. I find it, I'm more interested. I find it more interesting the fact that Karen's talking about it so much and being so mm-hmm. upfront upfront and transparent um i'm more interested in that part than i am in the actual story of them like it's i'm I'm already i see what you're saying yeah i kind of feel similar because it feels like she's just like putting trying to put a square peg in a round hole yeah i mean it's a good it's a good thought that you know they had a different relationship and relationships grow and change over time and now she's hitting her stride and he's ready to slow down. But the, to make this a whole big storyline, I'm like already like, okay. It's a stretch. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bored with it. I'm kind of bored. But I just, uh, like I said, I'm more interested as to why Karen is talking so much about it versus actually watching it. Well, and I think that we might see it in next episodes that like, because of this money issue, which I don't know how that's relevant. Oh, that's exactly what you were talking about. Like she, in past episodes, she hasn't been forthright about her and um, her husband's relationship and the women. And I remember like that one episode where they're kind of all drinking and that little vacation that was Mm -hmm. Monique's birthday. And she was like on shot nine Karen and she was just loose lipped and she just kind of spilled it all out. And someone picked up, picked up on it Mm -hmm. and was like, 
So Ray's not reciprocating, you know, Karen did all the, the housework and the kids and the, for years and years and bailed them out of some whatever business stuff. And so she's expecting like, okay, so I did all this. Well, I'm going to do my own thing now, but now I need your support in other ways. And he's just like, I don't got, I don't have that to do right now mm-hmm. because I'm tired and I'm on my third retirement. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. So yeah, I don't know if they're kind of stretching their their storyline i guess we'll have to wait and see yeah i mean i feel like any insight into karen and ray's relationship would have been better when it was a question amongst the cast right at this point everyone's like oh okay yeah bored yeah if you say so (laughs) like (laughs) right in other years people were trying to ask questions and stuff and she didn't want to talk about it and now it's just like here's a whole platter i'm serving it up of my relationship um, one thing that I do want to quickly mention in one of the episodes is when she takes, which I thought it was sweet and her family, um, she goes back to her family's farm mm-hmm. um, and she takes two of the girls and it's a small town and like hometown pride. And I thought that was sweet and like her family, but one of the, I think it was Robin. Robin has these best one-liners, like, on for everybody. She has the best one-liners. And something about, or maybe it was, um, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she was asked to be in the parade mm-hmm. for the Dara parade or something like that. Dara mm-hmm. or Dara, where she's from. Mm-hmm. And it was so, somebody was kind of clowning on her, like, you would think, like, this is, this is not a parade. This is like two people here, but it was cute. And I kind of, that was like a nice little, I don't know if on previous um, seasons or episodes that they ever went into Karen's background. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, you know, in the first season when they try to give you a like, who are they type of like overview, but they never show went in to her hometown. That was the first time something like that happened on this uh, franchise. Okay. Um, I mean, the closest is we went to we went to Giselle's hometown uh, or visit her family in New Orleans last season. But all right. So that's it for Karen's story on this episode. Next up, we have Jamal and Giselle. So uh, um, part of this episode, we get an opportunity to get a little bit more insight into Giselle and Jamal's relationship. And it's all over the course of a ride to the airport Mm -hmm. um, because Jamal is there um, for one day visiting um, to an event for their daughter. Um, In this car ride, we get to see Giselle pretty much ask for Jamal to DTF. Right. Which for those who don't know means define the relationship. (laughs) I. Oh, no. I said DTR. DTR. I know what you mean. (laughs) DTR. That's okay. I got it. Our viewers, they got it. Um, Yeah, I thought it was a very, uh, a moment for Giselle to kind of be honest about how she was feeling. And I do, I kind of, I kind of am for their relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to work on paper one or, you know, one of the, obviously they're going to have to be in the same location. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, um, what's her husband's name? Her ex's name. What's Jamal. Name? Jamal's. Um, I think he's trying. He, 
talks to the dad when they go to the restaurant. He's trying to be, uh, he tries to talk to her dad about like, we want to be a family again. And the dad is like, I'm out of here. Like, I don't like it because like you've, you know, some of the stuff that's come up with his other children and while they were during their marriage. And, you know, I, I don't know. You don't know what you're going to do unless you're in a situation. And I do believe that they do have this, they have to have some kind of faith because you couldn't be in this relationship if, or to be able to forgive someone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's deep and that has got to be work. You have to do work on a relationship when you have had multiple children and they won't discover, they won't disclose how many children. I mean, I don't know what the, what the internet's say (laughs) about how many kids he has or whatever since they were married but like I do see that they both love their kids very much Mm -hmm. and I do see that there is love between the two of them I think it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out yeah I um I felt like that conversation seemed like it was a very real conversation like Giselle was kind of nervous as to absolutely he he was going to respond um I don't know. I, I really don't know because I, you know, I know when the show started, Giselle was already divorced and they, they gave a little bit of, you know, uh, insight into, you know, what happened in her relationship. And I had never heard of Jamal Bryant before the show. I don't really mm-hmm. know much about him even now. Um, right. So I didn't, I, I didn't really have, you know, a preformed opinion. I'm just like, hmm. I guess basically I'm like, we'll see on that. The one thing I right. do I do find interesting is the fact that their daughters, between the two of them, are not supportive of them together. And Correct. Partially, or as how we see it, that may not necessarily be Correct. the case. Correct, exactly. And partially that could be, I think, because, you know, they've been gone or they've been split up for the um, majority of the girls' lives. You know, right. so, you know, that is very uh, interesting um, perception the, or, right, or de- because Go typically ahead. kids want their parents together. Right. So right. that's very interesting to me. Yeah, that's telling. It might be telling. I guess we're going to find out, but it's the it's girls are not with something. it. It's, it's telling of either maybe how hurt um, Giselle was mm, after yeah. the original breakup and the girls. um got to observe that i don't see i don't know giselle by no means but she doesn't seem like one who would talk badly about their father in front of them but Mm -hmm. there's something that the girls are aware of or privy to that has made them decide they're not for this and even her own father too is not with it either well of course he knows what. of course yeah right yeah so yeah that's interesting i guess we're gonna we're gonna find out and then for the next five minutes or so, we're just going to talk about Wendy's event uh, mm-hmm. and then end out with the conversation between Candace and Karen. So Wendy's event. I love, love, loved this event. I, and like I mentioned before, I really like Wendy. Um, what I loved about the event and with Wendy um, at that time of the event, um, the event was very uplifting and powerful for um, black women. And I don't want to speak for black all black women across the world, but I just thought that was a, a great uplifting event myself being a black woman. You know, it's great to see uh, events like that happen everywhere. 
but you don't necessarily get to see it in a um, platform such as this. On TV, yeah. On reality TV, no less. So I thought that was great. And a little bit more of that here and there, I think, would, would go a long way. Um, I was actually surprised that Karen went and was supportive of Wendy because in previous episodes, she's kind of thrown her shade. She doesn't, you know, I'm not impressed, Professor Wendy or, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, correspond- yeah. freelance correspondent. Right. But, so right. I was like, oh, interesting. Karen showed. Interesting that Karen was supportive. She said she really enjoyed the event or something like that. What else I found very interesting was how focused everybody was on Robin's wig. I I was gonna yes. I didn't think it was great, but I also didn't think it was like horrible. They acted as though she walked in with like a Ronald McDonald wig or something. I don't think it matched her face. I th- I like the short bob that she does, or some the long one that she does in her. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet, like that was more suitable. I don't know if it was the red. I don't know what it was. All I but... know is it was like it was not a good look for her, but. They're like, burn it, throw it away, yeah. whatever. <laughs> right. And what I found so funny was, like, I think Giselle said, throw it away, do not bring that wig back, while she herself is wearing a wig that I find to be atrocious. Who said that? <laughs> Giselle, she's wearing this bob wig thing that looks oh, just yeah. looks not good. Um, but anyway, I just thought that was funny how everyone was, like, not feeling the wig. Um, so um, a little bit further on or prior to the event, you hear, you see a phone conversation between Candace and Wendy and Candace basically asking for permission to pull Karen aside during the event to have a private conversation about her feelings um, around how Karen has oh, ha- yes. handled okay. the, um, the fight between her and Monique. So for one, I, I, you know, you don't also, I'm sure those conversations take place all the time on these shows because they're always addressing an issue at someone's event, but you never can tell if it was like a okay with the host type of thing. So that was cool to see right. too. Um, what I liked about that um, is that at some point Wendy does come down and she, I, I find her to be also very refreshing and upfront about it. She basically was like, you need to hold Monique accountable. I'm not saying that you need to alienate her, but you just need to make sure you let her know that what she did was not right. Like, come for her shit. Um, and I think you had mentioned before that she did do that she when did. they were at Karen's. Like, you messed up. Karen but did. I, she yes. said um, she told Monique that she effed up. Um, mm. But I think that maybe somehow that may that part may have been forgotten or it wasn't big enough for the women to for it to register with the other women. But I like that Wendy is being consistent about, you know, where she stands in the situation. She's not flip flopping. Right. She's she's not condemning Monique, but she has an expectation of how Monique should, you know, respond. And until she gets that, she's not going to co-sign anything. Right. Um, and now the conversation between um, Candace and Karen. I think that I, I have to tell you, I appreciate both of their points of view. I feel that Karen, I like that Karen was like, you're not about to bully me into right. any, any action that I don't agree with. Right. And I like that Candace was very clear about how she felt that. Um, how Karen is treating the situation. 
ultimately for me at the end, I kind of stand with Karen in this situation being that she did say her piece to Monique. She did say her piece to, to Candace. Um, I think where it's a little gray is the fact that she told Candace that she would have pressed charges herself. Mm-hmm. And then turn back around and try to say, well, do we really want to press charges? Though? Right, 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 right. So that's my own. Yeah, she did flip flop a little bit. But I think Karen is old enough to know, like, because she did say that to Candace. and was like, listen, remember last year, I I guess she stuck up for Candace for some other, other reason, mm-hmm. whatever. And she's like, this is what I'm doing now. And, you know. And Candace, like, I like Candace. I do like Candace. Mm -hmm. But she does have a big mouth. Like, she does talk a lot. And she's like, well, you know. And I I don't know what that's like to be like, I have to go to therapy. I I mean, I'm sure that's got to be very hard to, like, have to deal with a fighting with a person. And then have the group. Like you said, it has divided the group. There's, like, beef on beef. Like, there's so many different like cat like there's so many different like problems that arise from like this one thing and that's you know was it an assault i think it was i think it was for yeah. my opinion. but you're not gonna you're not gonna t- you can't tell anybody how you're gonna think mm-hmm. so um and karen does i think karen is like she is cracking a little bit because when that conversation is over, they go back upstairs to the event and that's when someone in the group, I think it was Janelle. I can't remember. Somebody says Giselle? like, well, yeah, remember. Okay. So they're all like Karen, Wendy and Candace are downstairs mm-hmm. and they all go back up to the event. Mm-hmm. And it was either Giselle or Ashley. Someone mentions like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Karen doesn't go back upstairs. But they, um, Candace and Wendy go back upstairs. And they're all like talking about like something's wrong with Karen. So I think you said it good. You said it perfect about how, you know, she shouldn't really because she does like both of them. Karen likes Ashley. She likes Monique and she shouldn't have said, like, I would press charges, but she probably shouldn't have said that and kind of went back and forth. Like, at the sip and see, she was like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Mm-hmm. But they address, like, something's going on with Karen. Like, Karen, this is, like, her marriage might be over or might be, her marriage is in jeopardy or her marriage is having some troubles. So she's kind of like, the... Monique Candace saga is kind of on a back burner, but I think she did like do her best to let Candace know, like, I'm not against you. I'm just trying to do the best thing I know for myself right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, I think that is all that we have today for the Real Housewives of Potomac Season 5, Episode 13. So I hope that you all enjoyed it and join us back next week as we talk about the next episode. So thank you. And stay tuned for Housewives of Orange County. We're going to get into that. Um, Also, like, say something. Like and subscribe to us. Send it to your friends. Yes. We're looking to get 25. (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks guys bye bye guys bye